0: welcome to power advice season two in current volume today we have another guest with us who is a veteran in the Dynamics space he's an ex microsoft guy and most of you must have for once at least encountered his blog to help you out he's also an mvp he's a great friend he's a trainer and i have seen him doing nothing but dynamics and he's a very good human being as well it has taken me a lot of time to invite him to this one. And the title of this one is Rightly Put Up Power of the Technical Skill Set. And welcome to the show, Mr. Devojeet He He's an MVP and a very good friend. And he's going to uh, talk about some things for the show. And finally, he's there on this season of Power Advice. And uh, he's also going to mention some things for the community. Welcome to the show, Devojeet.
1: Thanks, Dibesh. And uh... Thanks for inviting me. So how are you doing? Yeah,
0: I'm doing good. They you know the with the with the advent of the remote COVID year. Our work has just increased doing all the digital transformation for our customers training people just like you and uh, uh, it has been similar for me. So I just want to. Uh, let the people uh, be introduced. Uh, I know there will there will not be many people in the ecosystem which will not be aware of what do you do today, but if you can make everybody aware and tell us uh, about what do you feel about the community in general?
1: Yeah, sure. And uh, on the personal introduction part, hi everybody, uh, whosoever will be listening to this. <clears throat> on the introduction side, I think my friend Deepesh has already taken care of. So just for a quick reintroduction, I should say, um, well, uh, I would rather focus on my uh, relationship with Deepesh. Uh, we actually worked together in Microsoft as a consultant. Then we moved ahead to a memory te- big memory technology company where we went ahead and implemented a big module of Dynamics together. And uh, he's the one who actually asked me to start my blogs uh, I used to do a lot of stuffs but mostly for projects and probably through his inspiration uh, I went ahead and started. I saw him uh, getting it started and then I started with my blogs. Then he became an MVP and asked me to prepare for MVP. And honestly uh, when this M-Tad MVP program <coughs> started and all I was not very much aware of what it takes to be an MVP and stuffs and probably he guided the way for, for both uh, an MVP, becoming an MVP and be a blogger as well. So yeah that's pretty much and uh, following that uh, he took a different course of action and he moved abroad for some time to pursue his ambitions while I continued some time in company and then started my own venture which is XRM for your Consulting Services. So currently uh, we are one of the leading training providers in in India and I do a lot of trainings apart from that my regular involvement has been in uh, consulting areas especially related to Power Platform Dynamics 365 products mostly on the customer engagement side. Not to forget uh, I regularly try to devote my time on the blogs and hopefully you have come across one of my blogs as well uh, in your CRM or Power Platform journey. I am mostly on the technical side. I try to be functional, but my technical uh, ambition sometimes tends to take over. So yeah, that, that's pretty much from my side. On the community uh, side, yeah. On, on the community side, Dipesh, again, I would say, uh, the kind of efforts that he has been putting through to build up the community champs and all is undoubtedly uh, is undoubtedly beyond uh, appreciation, I guess Um, the kind of stuff that he has been pulling through and publishing. I in my own ways try to contribute through my blogs, articles, posts on LinkedIn as well. And I hope to continue to do so for some time in the future at least.
0: Thank you Devajit for this uh, wonderful mention. I'm actually feeling overwhelmed and it has been a lot of appreciation to consume within a matter of minutes. Thank you for that. Honestly, I'll need to add to this since it's a conversational flow, and that's the that's the key mantra of this uh, this podcast that I do. Uh, I always saw Devajit building so much cool stuff, and uh, yes, I just started my journey like like, but my blogging journey also Devajit knows very well has started with the inspiration. We we used to work with another great blogger at Microsoft, Nishan. And I used to be sitting just one row or maybe one row in between was there between my desk and Nishant's desk and he will always be a keen source for few things for me, including the blogging and while I was at Microsoft, I didn't blog enough, but I didn't have the time to blog, but I always used to be motivated by Nishant and the way and the discipline that he carried. Now he has been a blogger like well, he's kind of the uh, I will call he's the Sachin Tendulkar of blogging as far as uh the blogging space and dynamics will ever be concerned is he, he has that many blogs and photos and most blogs at that rate, he was the inspiration. When I went out, there was a trust for knowledge and we have shared it in the past in written formats and other mediums, but there was a real trust for knowledge. And while at Microsoft, there were so many consultants who help. Out. And when I went at Sandisk uh, or the memory uh, card company, which uh, we both worked together. Uh, in the internal IT, I faced the challenge of not freeing and getting those documentation. So whenever I will be able to build something reusable or something which I didn't find and I spent days searching for, I started there. First as my repository and eventually, yeah, devajit continued. He always had the skill set, but we just formed a you know cool gang of people and we motivated each other. He kept on motivating me in various things. Just like him, I went abroad and then I came back. I also set up a show. We both do almost a lot of similar stuff. Maybe I have uh, now done hybrid of like on the uh, or the technical skill set a bit because of diversifying in other areas. However, we, we have some common journeys and we still are able to contribute and that's the that's the beauty of it. Of course, uh, he's he's always had that great skill sets and uh, I know him for almost uh, a decade now and that's a, that's a long time to know somebody. So thank you Debugid, for all the kudos all after all those years. Uh, however i just think it is just one set of like-minded people who kept on motivating and i got motivated from nishan no doubt in saying that and i just continued on and uh, now i'll i'll let him speak about the topic for the day power of the technical skill set so one of the person i know right from the old days or my starting days in the career with to look forward to on that floor in microsoft everybody used to say is okay if something technical challenging, here is the here is this guy, or here are those set of guys, and he was he would always be right up there. So I would leave to leave it to him to to be the expert he is from this skill set perspective, to to trail how he how he started, how he planned his day, and how important it is to keep reinventing yourself because technology also changes, and how this is impactful. The first part of the podcast, Devajit, is always about the impact on our professional life, careers, and projects. So that is the first part, and then we'll take this uh, skill set at the life section, right? Some of the, our listeners uh, only listen to the professional side. So we'll start from there. So my first ask is, can you recommend how did you plan it and then how, wh- what is the impact and importance on an actual uh, work that we do in terms of uh, product Platform or a Dynamics project?
1: Yeah, certainly, and thanks Dipesh for. Um providing me the chance to speak on that yeah um, so as you rightly pointed out and you have noted personally as well right so i have always been a person who is uh, more of a person who likes to code uh, and in my early starting days of my crm journey way back with crm 2011 so i basically came from uh, windows community windows communication foundation and uh, I was more into uh, .NET Core and stuff like that and every time I got inducted uh, into a project related to CRM uh, in my early days of my career in Microsoft, so I will try to solve this uh, with coding, right, whether uh, that may not be the best way to do that and I certainly see that now 10 years down the line that's what my keenness was, right? So always open up Visual Studio and write something or uh, open up any code editor, whether it's a Visual Studio, C-sharp code, or JavaScript or whatsoever new steps that, that were coming along, jQuery, Angular, uh, a knockout framework whatsoever. So that keenness kind of continued. My uh, challenge was to grow as a CRM consultant rather than just a technical guy. So that was the challenge that I faced. To be honest, I never faced that much challenge while uh, evolving myself technically, but the more challenge I faced is to make a decision when to go and write some code and when to go ahead and use the -the out-of-the-box product features. And trust me, uh, down the line, it's not about how how much good code you write, whether you have used the right capabilities of the product satisfy your client requirements and whether those requirements that you have made are really uh, scalable really up to the performance that your client is looking for that's what matters right so uh, yeah that was a big journey for me uh, to actually evolve from being a core developer to something more of a consultant i still see myself as a technical consultant coming to how i keep myself updated well um, I do not always um, focus on the Microsoft CRM platform, uh, or I should rather say these days, it's about power platform, right? So power platform, Microsoft has introduced low code, no code, Uh, make no doubt about it. I absolutely love it, okay? And it's not only me when I present something in Canvas apps to customers, I have even heard them saying like, it started some kind of project, uh, which on mobile platforms, because they thought it will take months to develop, which they suddenly see can be achieved in weeks and even roll down. So certainly Power Apps, Power Platform, low code, no code, the vision that Microsoft is carrying has certainly revolutionized. But my keenness of uh, being update technically continues. So <laughs> that is something that is embedded within me. I cannot skip that. So there are still, a lot and lot of opportunities if somebody is of the same mindset as me right and thinking why should i come into power platform it's low code no code eventually everything will be for citizen developers no it will i believe and it will never the reason is still if you see the low code no code platform today there are a lot of areas which you can actually go ahead and put your skill sets into practice whether developing a custom connector whether integrating with Azure, whether writing your PCF controls, right? If you're very good in various uh, scripting frameworks, like your um, React, your Angular, your TypeScript, right? Your skills are absolutely necessary in doing that. Then you have portals where there is no limitation of your scripting, your scripting skills, your design skills, whatever you have learned you want to apply, they just fit in there. So there is no dearth of area where you can go ahead and put your skills to test and even learn. There are so many things where, or rather so many times, you need to actually integrate your uh, Power Platform applications with um, homegrown APIs, right? And many a times out of the box products just don't fit. In that case, you have a tremendous potential of exploring. So in a project, when I get a Power Platform project, we have a bunch of people who are experts. um, And what I try to do is I try to get away from the normal Power Platform uh, application stuffs, like the regular creating a canvas apps and stuffs out of the box. Obviously I love to do that, but more importantly, I dive into those areas of customer requirement, which may involve a little bit of development, maybe writing a custom connector. Maybe the situation is such they need a PCF control. So maybe I will hand over the other things to somebody else and try to put my focus into the developing a PCF control. And not to forget, uh, gradually you evolve from being just an implementer to an architect, right? Eventually, if you are in the technical, industry, to grow. So not only like specific, the implementation part that I focus on, A lot of stuff I focus on the integration perspectives. I try to learn more products within the Microsoft stack, outside the Microsoft stack, just to make sure I'm always updated with the market and I know the language to speak. So that's why I always say like a huge bunch of people actually come to me and ask is like, I am very interested in coding, but again, Power Platform doesn't offer me much. That's because you haven't known the Power Platform overall. There is, there was, and there will always be a huge scope to apply your latest technical knowledge into various components of power platform. So when you need all those components, eventually you actually develop a real solution.
0: Yeah, that is really the exact uh, thing. A lot of things you have said makes complete sense to me, and that's because we come from such a vast background. The thing that I think the question that you said, let's start a bit back from the last thing that you said, like uh, the thing about uh, many consultants coming to you. That's a common thing. I also hear that a lot and I would want to keep this uh, part a bit uh, conversational between us. If uh, just let like, just just adding to that point, well, the challenge with Power Platform is many people who have started with it, is, this has come in the last three to four years, right? So, it has been it has been uh, only packaged and it ha- it appears to be just a low code no code. Yes, it is. At the same time, those who have been with Dynamics or who have moved from the SharePoint world into this Power Platform have a better understanding of the fact that yes, you have so much to develop. First of all, business application space is an area which will always have integrated applications. That's where many times you will not have a connector or you'll build your own customer. as you already mentioned. To enhance the user interface, you will need PCF today, also and tomorrow also. You talked about uh, the fact that um, uh, the the term citizen developer, the citizen developer term itself has developer in it, right? And when I talk about canvas apps, isn't writing expressions and formulas also a skill and do you call it a technical skill or a functional skill? I call it some kind of level of if you want to really write those advanced expressions, you need a technical skill, right? So I feel no matter what, uh, there is always going to be a space and requirement to have a uh, technical skill set and to keep revamping it you you summed it up uh, naturally i you said that you have a natural uh, inclination or you always had a natural uh, uh, natural tendency to have that skill set however you also your journey also tells us that reinventing it is possible and products the the learning across the product stack i see developers don't do it at all when i see a lot of developers today or when you go on those trainings I, i'll be Uh, asking you this question that very, very laser focused on okay, if I'm doing client side scripting on a project, I just keep doing that. Whereas there has to be ability to also look at other things. Um, Very, very recently I came across the fact that uh, the traditional way of connecting to the connect uh, to the APIs or if you are writing a console with dynamics has evolved. Now this is also something to learn and that opens up uh, broader avenues for you. So that's what reinventing is in a way. If you today open up, Uh, customer insights, which I did very, very recently. There are some uh, custom connector scenarios you can enable through FTP and other things. So even in the architect space, we have a lot to learn and it always adds value. As long as it is, you know, for for business, if it is impacting the digital transformation and enhancing that value. Yes, that's what the true true effect is when we talk about uh, frameworks, just like we use some frameworks such as Knockout to enhance our JavaScript kind of areas or UI. The similar way I and consider power platform or dynamics just to be a product framework, right? It's a set of application which eases out. Doesn't mean that the technical skill sets won't be required, right? Um, So I would want to hear from you. Devajit, what do you think people since you also train a lot, right? And we can have some common grounds there. What do you think people should be working more in terms of developing their technical skill sets and where do you see generally Okay, these are areas where people should be working?
1: Yeah, and uh... This Is something uh, more specific because I am a, a power platform consultant, right? So I'll keep my discussion limited to around that because that is the area sure. where I have the trainings, right? Yeah, so um, what I see across, right, and traditionally, as you told, right, people who have moved on from uh, the Dynamics 365 products to the power platform or from SharePoint to power platform, okay, and Rather let's generalize it, uh, anyone, right? Anyone, whether a technical or a functional consultant who actually has moved on from the days of on-premise where we used to have more on-premise customers and now uh, where on-premise is handful, right? Still there, but handful and more focus is on online and obviously so. The difference of approach that I see among them and the difference of approach that I see among people who are New to the power platform, maybe who are just freshers and got inducted into the power platform project as a power platform technical developer, technical consultant, whatever designation you may get, really doesn't matter. What I find is like they miss some of the inner workings, okay? They really fail to understand what's happening behind. While that is something not always desired, Okay, but it's always a good to have as you grow and make intelligent decisions take a classic example people working in the CRM on-premise days, right? Uh, We used to know what exactly are the tables behind uh, Where exactly data is stored? How data is stored? What are the relationships and the structures? We could actually visualize at the SQL data model. Now what is happening with the current power platform consultant batch is and I don't need to blame them because that's the way the product is structured, but still, is they are seeing the output, they're seeing the finished product, and they are working on the finished product platform using the various tools available. But the platform, as such, what's beneath that is something they forget to explore, right? So now, uh, even Microsoft has opened up the CDS database using uh, SQL Server Management Studio, you can at least view what's inside right so you can actually go ahead and explore okay i I submit my account data i submit my contact data i created a new custom table custom columns okay i created a choice field can i go and see how exactly it is stored when i see a currency field do i know how exactly it is stored in the sql server database i applied an alternate key constraint Do, do i see that in the sql server database or it's just in the ui you can just go ahead and explore right there is no harm in exploring so that is something once you know the inner workings or you know your platform developing on top of that platform is much more easier and it helps you to make decisions so for example you should do a lot of sharing right? now if you don't know in sharing where the data is actually stored and from the on-premise days we knew like it used to be stored in print object access table so we know what is the impact that can happen now really there is no way to visualize there is a way to visualize but people don't spend much time on that to actually visualize what how the data is stored, why it is impacting performance sharing is impacting performance okay, i know that i tell to my customers but why Let's take out that extra time to explore why it is impacting performance. So that is the mindset, I would say that gaining your technical ability or rather enhancing your technical side related to any technology is more of a mindset. The more you think of why and how, okay, why part rather than how part I should say, then you develop the mindset of actually learning the inner workings and once you have that mindset there is no one stopping you you can always go ahead and keep on doing stuff right and a final point i would like to say is don't shy away from something just because you don't know it i'll tell you a recent example right so i was doing that uh pcf uh, training now when i was doing that pcf training while I was designing a canvas app, we had that we had a house full of audience, right? Everybody could see the Visivig editor, everybody could visualize things as they do and all. But when I started the PCF, okay, and specifically people who have just joined the Power Platform, they kind of felt disinterested because what I realized is like, <coughs> it's, they felt disinterested not because what I was showing, but more because they were not able to relate their current skill sets to what I was doing at that time in the demo, right? So all of a sudden I'm writing TypeScripts and suddenly somebody just working on the Power Platform, totally new to TypeScripts, was thinking, man, will I be able to do that? Is what David is showing at this point of time, is this beneficial to me? Maybe they realized it's not, or maybe they thought it's not, which obviously is not true. There is nothing that you can't learn. So they kind of shy away and suddenly the participation becomes less, right? Or maybe I can find few of the participants non-attentive. So and this is a real life stuff that I experience in trainings more often than not. And people shy away when I ask them, like, what's exactly interested you in Canvas apps? And what exactly did interest you when I was designing this PC of control? And they told this, like, I was not with you. I was not able to maybe understand properly. I don't know TypeScript. You are using React Well, even I didn't knew React maybe a couple of years back, but now I know that. So if somebody tries, they can know that, right? So there is no shying away. If you shy away, you will never learn. So if you really want to develop a very good technical base, while being a powerful platform consultant, or for that matter, any technology in the market, right? Don't shy away from learning new things. That's what prevents us to develop ourselves.
0: You you bring a very 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 deep point, Debajit, which and I will I will come to that PCF point a bit later because similar things have happened to me in uh, the trainings or when we when we when we interact with the you know sometimes we're giving a knowledge transfer back to the internal team of the customer internal IT team or somebody is going to handle it. The parts where we show this kind of things, it seems like it's really like complex or where we are trying to tell them of, uh, about landing on the moon or Mars, right? Whereas it's it's more to do with don't shy away from those areas. Even in PCF, I, I bring another point when when I've seen consultants nowadays, and you will also get those lot of queries in your LinkedIn uh, messages in your uh, in uh, inbox, in your mail. I don't know how much how much amount of things we get, but sometimes the common thing that I found there is They are very okay to 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 ask a question such as okay here is a pcf gallery can i download that and reuse it in my solution but the moment we tell them okay you also have the code to that pcf gallery i wanted to change tweak this 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 and then they are like okay it is third party it's a community open source kind of thing yeah can i my customer might not be okay with it then i then you know since it's open source you can always background or you can extend on it the moment you say okay you can change a little bit here and there and tweak it and reuse it like that and you can use it using TypeScript or something. I see a natural shying away. I understand it's a low code, no code framework. At the same time, Microsoft has given you the perfect tools in this platform to, to enhance your skill and reuse it. That's the idea of that gallery for me. If I, in one of my projects, need that, I will just uh, refer it, uh, reference the you know original author and then try to enhance it. And of course, me and my team need to have that skill set, right? When it comes to Canvas apps, when it becomes a bit more complicated, uh, complicated set of uh, expressions, people have a natural tendency to again shy away, but you need to understand what you're triggering here and does what on the background. For us, it was maybe uh, lucky days when we started our careers. We are here. We subsequently, we have explored the, the backend database like anything to the point that you remember what you did in one of the most complex implementations to date of uh, what I did in the technical capacity, which I did alongside. you. Right? We had to explore so much of the uh, what goes behind right and we that that's the kind of learning and and but if we had a we were very very if I look at look back at that they just, we were both like fairly we were, were we in our two to five year segment of career at that time right uh, is that correct or when we worked on the upgrade and other things yeah, it, but,
1: yeah maybe two to we four were, years three, in fact
0: yeah. Two to, Yeah, two to four years just where people with the power platform skill sets are today, right? More or less. Now, we didn't have a shy away, right? Like if something will come, we were given this uh, thousands of lines of code in a customized grid framework or something and we were given a performance benchmark and we had to do it like within a few weeks, right? So we didn't have a shy away. We split between ourselves certain things. We did teamwork and we had a great architect with us, of course, right? And uh, we also had another good uh, member in the team. Uh, I, I have to refer to Bhony as well, a bit Ajmal Bhony. And you know that that was very interesting. But we were we, nobody was ready to shy away. We were going in. We were exploring things. We were trying. And maybe sometimes we fail, also the output doesn't come when you expect it to. But that's why that kind of mindset is why we were able to deliver as well, right? What do you think, Devotee, about that? Whereas today, okay, let me find that framework and uh, let me find that uh, tool in the toolbox. But when it comes to have you seen how to code a toolbox tool, and uh, you might be having that uh thing that you have solved can you can you put it into the toolbox for example right so that motivation and that uh, not shying away attitude need to be there right in order to improve your skill sets technically and that helps you on the project no matter
1: which framework what do you think Devuji? yeah absolutely and can't agree more to the point point. and just one point here is like if you really um, see our my view or for that matter the view in here right We are absolutely fine with the concept of reusability, okay? But reusability should be accompanied with what you are reusing, why you are reusing, and if possible, go a little deeper of how this reusable component has been developed. You do not need to reinvent the wheel as such, right? That is a waste of your time and effort. Now, when I say waste of your time and effort, there are two ways to look at it waste of your time and effort in terms of the project timelines, waste of your time and effort in terms of your building your career. Let's take an example and I always give this example, right? If I find a control in PCF Gallery and I mentioned PCF Gallery because page brought a very good uh, point up here. If I find a control in PCF Gallery <coughs> which is a perfect fit for the requirement that customer is looking for, The first thing that you should do is, without wasting time, you should try to incorporate that for the customer project, not to hamper their timelines and not unnecessarily rebuilding it when you have something. And I am 200% on that, that we should follow the concept of reusability. Reinventing in software design or implementation of a project is not something that I will ever encourage. Having said that, comes the next part. So, for your customer, you have directly implemented that. You do not know how that component has been developed. Take out some part of your time and you will always have if you intend to for the right things, right? Take out some part of the time, open the Quora, it's it's an open gallery, right? Somebody has really worked hard to provide the community with such kind of controls. The best you can do is learn from it and do something better maybe or do something different maybe and further contribute to the community. Community contributed towards developing that and using that you are able to meet your customer requirement, you are meet, able to meet your project timelines. Why not you understand what's behind it in your own personal free space and then contribute, do something better so that somebody else can directly use your component and help a customer. Who is in need, in dire needs of doing something quicker, faster, which you do not have the time to develop with, right? This is how you give back. You consume, you learn, you do something, try to do something better, or try to do something different, contribute back, and the chain follows, right? That's what we should always try to do. The chain follows. So that's what reinventing the wheel obviously not a good practice from your project but not from your development side you should go back and see what's in there how it's developed otherwise tomorrow how can you contribute back to the community you will not be a producer ever you will always end up as a consumer so try to be a consumer in need okay but at the same time when you get your free time which you will always get if you intend to, trust me on this, okay, I handle trainings, projects and everything and there are a lot of people who do a better time management than me, not to forget Deepesh, who is my friend. But still, I tell you, like, start as a consumer, No, no problem with that, but try to be a contributor also, right? That's the best cycle that you can have, a contributor and a consumer cycle for the community.
0: I think Devajit, that's a new new kind of jargon added to the, the list of things that i speak and, I, and some people say i speak a lot nowadays or i, I naturally intend to speak but i think i am going to promote this as much as possible this contribute uh, you know con- contribute participate that is very very important and try to sometimes also appreciate like many times you read a blog your solution is done Put in a comment there for the author, right? Everybody is always happy to that's a human feeling. It is a human tendency and a feeling and a feeling about life that we helped somebody, right? So if you have used that and okay, if you are not uh, for me, contribution is also as simple as hey, this helped, right? This is a this is also contribution back, at least you're acknowledging that the hours that somebody spent building that tool or writing that blog are creating that uh, content and you you were able to use it. Many times I see the content being utilized and many other people say that uh, we created it. People are just complaining about the tool that in a way. Can it also do that? Well, you need to understand somebody build that tool for their use case. If you really want to reuse it, you have to take the open source code and map it for your use case, enhance it or whatever you have added. And then if it is allowed by your customer and partner and if it is your code, really that you have generically invested your time on, uh, send it back to the community. And that's how only that gallery can evolve over time. That is the that is the main thing that I also wanted to add to it. And yes, appreciate that is also a kind of contribution to somebody acknowledgement. That's a human thing. That's a life thing. Why I'm talking about life thing, Devuji, because um, uh, if, if, if you have something to add about the professional side of the technical skill set, please do now. Otherwise, uh, we are going to quickly move to the next segment.
1: Uh, no, I think uh, that's pretty much of it, right? Professional is going to continue. It was there. It will be there. We have to focus on something bigger now.
0: OK, so now now I'm going to thank everybody. Some of you only want to tune in till the professional advice, the power advice that only focuses on the our professional side this is the point to say thank you to you devajit thanks for all the professional advice you can uh, stop tuning in from here welcome to the live segment of power advice today we have our guest my good friend and mvp devajit datta who shared some great knowledgeable insights on the skill set development our own technical side on and the power of it in our professional life now we are going to talk about the skills and uh, what these skills are for us in our life and how it helps both on the personal side in the life as well as in the how it how that things come back to us in when we do our day jobs as well so Debaji, it's over to you how does the skills and what are those skills for you and how do they help it and uh, for the for the listeners also uh,
1: it might be a learning and how it comes back in the professional side. Thanks, uh, Thanks for me being here. And yes, life skills, I think um, these are much harder to acquire, right? Uh, than your professional skills, and much harder to acquire, and then much harder to shrug off as well, okay? So, and obviously, a good life skill, uh, you do not like to shrug off. After all, it's a skill, it's not a vice, right? So, um, with time, what I have realized is uh, health is well, right? I don't think anybody disagrees onto that. Even a person, uh, quite workaholic, okay, completely engaged in uh, fulfilling his dreams in terms of his professional ambitions, he also doesn't deny to the fact that health is well. And I have realized over time that indeed it is. Sports is uh, something that I would like to mention. Here, right, so I'm I'm not very good in arts and music, so I'll refrain from that. I love to listen to music. I love the movies. I I, I love what I see in terms of cultural towns and stuffs. But again, I am very poor with that. That is something I may develop with time. But uh, sports is something which I always carried. Um, an ambition to do something in there may not be professionally, but just for recreational stuffs, and keep doing better at it. So uh, we used to uh, play a lot in our early days, and even uh, when we were consultants at Microsoft, uh, we took up time every weekends to gather, assemble, and play our heart out. Right uh, till uh, till we had the last bit of energy left, we'd go and play. With time, it kind of stopped. And especially when I was building my own company, it takes a lot of time and effort and you really can't make out the time or the energy. And sometimes it happens not the right group of people, right? With whom you feel like going out and do something or collaborate to to learn a skill. Off late, I have started back maybe in the last couple of hours where I have put more priority to my life, to my family, to my health and started uh, learning some new skills in sport especially um, over the last year i have started playing shuttle i was good at cricket and table uh, tennis and started playing shuttle i didn't knew at all how to do that to be honest and first day on the court i was looking like a fool right running around having no clue and when i see 6 months down the line today i am somewhere i am still amateur but I'm somewhere where I know what I'm doing on the court, right? And no matter whether I have a training uh, to deliver for the next nine hours, or I have a, I have some tough customers' calls waiting for me, uh, I find the days I go in the early morning and um, sweat out uh, an hour and a half and shuttle, I find myself much more relaxed. Than the days where I just wake up and start working. So that hour and a half takes out all the uh, inhibitions, the kind of fears, um, the kind of lethargy that I wake up with, and then instill some new kind of positivity and confidence. So, on a life scale, I should say, like, no matter in which line of profession you are, okay, always take out some time for your health and learn some new skills, sports skills, or maybe any other skills, any recreational skills, learn dance. Maybe you like singing, right? Develop, enhance on that. It is more of like it adds to a different facet of life. It makes you happier. It makes you more energetic. It makes you think of positive outcomes rather than uh, the negative ones. There is too much of negativity in this world, right? Around you, around everywhere. Not to blame uh, people as such, there can be situations which lead to negativity, but again the best you can do is like, adopt something which helps you to um, get away from that negativity. Learn yoga, learn anything, for me it's a sports skill that works, for somebody else it may be some other skills, maybe yoga skills which helps them relieve all those stresses. So that's more about my life stuff okay always been a sports person trying to continue with that with a little bit of hiccup in the middle so yeah that, that that's it the yeah
0: that, that's a good that's a good way of putting it devajit that hiccup i i remember I, you just made me remember the amount of cricket i used to play i'll i'll come back to this and health is really important i will agree to that uh, and i can relate to so much of what you said including running i you know, when you when you go and take out your dream and from the kind of humble backgrounds that we come, making a company, it's not very, very easy and uh, when I also started dynamicity almost, I don't know, similar time or maybe a year here and there where you did. It takes a lot of things from us uh, and still does, it's, it's not like it doesn't, but the days I am able to give to my, or the weeks, uh, for me it's weeks because my current skill that I enjoy is riding, I have, a, I have a bike, I drive it solo between cities or I will go out on a ride or set of days on ride and it gives me those energy back. Uh, I remember this cricket thing that you shared, coming back to that when, when, while we have that stress that gives you relaxation and it, gets that, it adds that kind of uh, value to my day right in a way. It gives me that positive energy as you mentioned. So coming back to the cricket, sometimes you will try your skill again like I did in uh, Singapore where I was there and uh, since my body was probably not ready uh, at least from the health perspective and I was playing cricket on the weekends again after like uh, four, five years. After uh, last, I played with this Leverage, I think, right? in in our campus there in Hyderabad. So then, then it was like uh, the body was not ready. The knee took its toll, and I in a later part I got a, got an injury as a resultant, right? But now <laughs> I cannot play certain sports, but at the same time I can play some. On the all the angular movements are restricted till I enhance my knee further but there are other things that i have evolved to do which gives me energy so i cannot really play certain games with twist the things now is it the stoppage of the skill well i'm working hard to gain that uh, strength back and it does come back whenever it does maybe you cannot uh, play in a similar capacity but that's very important and that's a talk about health also second thing is yes i have always been an avid dancer debujit is also very well aware that's a skill that i love we both love to listen to music as well Skills that you can learn on. And recently I touched what this year. I tried uh, bowling, which also Devajit we used to do a lot back in Bangalore, right? And uh, I, I really started enjoying it. I cannot play with the same power on my left knee, but still it's a start back of those things. Right, know it's not a complete sport. It gave me a great feeling. I became that kid all over again when I was able to roll that uh, ball all over and knock it off, right? Like it was, it gave me a great feeling inside. So thank you, Devajit, for sharing that. And I added few pointers because you gave me memories of the things that since we have been acquainted in both capacities, personally and professionally, uh, sharing that uh, learning, right? And how we have some similar uh, things with us. Anything you want to add before we will, uh, we will be wrapping it around?
1: Nothing as such. So as you pointed out, traveling, right? So that is something I kind of missed. So I have few steps on my bucket list. I don't know whether that will be filled or not. We'll try hard uh, that um, I, I may be able to fill those bucket list in terms of traveling. Uh, already did some of them, but for again for that to continue, help should be there, right? So you'd like to travel when you can enjoy where you are traveling, not just for the purpose to travel, right? So the sole purpose of a travel is you should come back fresh you should enjoy what you thought you will enjoy if not more so that's how. yeah that's pretty much there is nothing much keep your life simple that's what i should say if you try too many things uh, and too many things in a very short span of time maybe you will burn out and one before i wind up one last thing that i have learned which I used to struggle previously is the skill to say no. No to certain things in personal life, no to certain things, especially in professional life. Trust me, you may feel like uh, you are losing something to start with, but with the time, you will realize that no actually created a better life for you, professionally and personally. That will be pretty much for me,
0: Dibesh. Thank you, Devajit. Again, you, you said a very valid point. <clears throat> I cannot relate to it more. Again, ability which I also used to have a, you know, we I would not be able to say that at least uh, in the professional life I know a bit, right? Like uh, we, we sometimes have the tendency to not be able to say no. No, not everything is a challenge. Sometimes you will have to say that no, this is not visible because of variety of reasons. Yes, it helps you and and only with time you can understand the value of this particular life skill. Uh, Only time will tell you experience will tell you. Thank you for sharing all the skills and I added a few. uh, How much I was uh, able to add in terms of uh, some other great things that you have said, but at the same time, the similar experiences that we had and I hope the listeners will be able to benefit from it. Thank you for having the time and dedicate your time, almost close to an hour today, to come on Power Advice and share our journeys and talk about the skill set development in this episode of Power Advice.
1: No worries, always a pleasure for you, my friend.